0: Welcome back to the Chiefly Football Podcast. I am the underqualified host, Kinlock, and Dave is joining me today from Kansas City. Today we'll be analyzing the Chiefs' 33-29 victory over the visiting Cleveland Browns. And we'll have our Chiefly Right or Wrong segment where we see what we got right and what we missed in our predictions leading up to the game. And then in this episode, we'll also evaluate how the Chiefs played in each phase of the game. And then finally, I'll hit Dave with some extreme observations, and he'll let me know if it's an overreaction or if it's a legit concern. All right, but before we get into that, make sure to check us out on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at Chiefly Football. Give us a follow, and if you're joining us on YouTube, please subscribe, like, and share. Also, we want to hear from you guys, so let us know what your favorite moment was from the Chiefs' victory over the Browns this past weekend. All right, Dave, what is your what's the big takeaway that you had from the Chiefs win against the Browns? Or what what was your what was your experience like watching that game?
1: It was, you know, I'm not going to lie and say that I thought the Chiefs had it the whole time. And, uh, you know, I, I, I've read some postings that people are like, I never question it. Well. I'm not buying that either. They're really naive, or they don't know football, or they're just strictly a Chiefs fan. Um, I don't know where they were during the Super Bowl, um, but that doesn't that doesn't diminish the trust that that I have for Mahomes and 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 his ability. But it does take you know 21 other players, uh, respectively, including and in addition to special teams to. To uh, to make it work, um, we know that from the Super Bowl. So um, yeah, I I was I was a roller coaster. In fact, at some point, I was consigned um, that we that we might this one might get away from us. Uh, you know, in, in the past couple of seasons, we are not invincible at at home, um, but the, the Arrowhead crowd totally. Totally brought it. But I, I just thought that it was asking a lot, starting three rookies on the right side of the line, um, with Matthew out, with Frank Clark out, with Willie Gay out. Um, you know, we, we here in Kansas City, we know how detrimental injuries can be. And, and sometimes if we're in a bubble, we automatically think that the next person up is, autom- is going gonna, is gonna to play at that same at that same level. So yeah, I was just like, as well as the Browns were playing, and and you know they looked good. They they played, uh, other than a couple of mistakes, they played a great game, um, a game that they could beat most teams. The dropped punt, the fumbles, you know, just 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 two or three plays really made a difference in allowing the Chiefs to put up a thirty-three to twenty-nine win is kind of what I thought. What, what were you thinking during the game?
0: Um, I, I mean, first of all, I was just really excited to see the Chiefs in regular season action because that we had the whole offseason leading up to and we, we were talking about what to look forward to. You know, all the beat writers are talking about all the great things that they're seeing. And we see the, all the roster changes, the new offensive line, just a lot of things that we're, we're wanting to see. And then there's a lot of expectations for each of those. We're always seeing or we always think that the best things are going to come from each of those moves, um, you know, that the Chiefs are going to take a huge step in every, in every position group. Um, so it was just really cool to see or it was fun just to finally see it on the field. Um, and obviously week one, you know, even if you even if the Chiefs reach some of those expectations later in the season, you're probably not going to be seeing it in week one regardless. Right. So I was just really happy to see see the Chiefs. Um, but really my big takeaway was really just to, actually the Browns, which is how good, the, how good they were. Um, and then in turn, how the Chiefs were able to overcome the struggles that they were having. You mentioned the injuries. Um, and the offense didn't necessarily execute well in the first half. They settled for field goals. They had some some penalties. The Joe Tooney holding penalty comes to mind when we probably should have scored a touchdown um, on that drive. Um, After the the fumble, we settled for a field goal and could have had a touchdown. Um, So the Chiefs weren't perfect, and and they were still able to to beat a, a Browns team, like you said, who played nearly flawless and were still able to win. So... It was a really fun game to watch. Like you, I thought that you know the Chiefs were going to kind of give this one away, um, and I was I was okay with it just because I knew that this wasn't the team that we're going to go into the playoffs with or throughout the rest of the season with, um, especially with the injuries that we had. So, um, but it was great to get it. It was great to get the win once once they finally turned it around and. And the final seconds ticked off the clock. It was just—it was still like a relief. Like I, you know, I know it's still week one, and there's 16 more games to go, but I'm still glad that we got this win because I definitely didn't want to hear the, you know, all the experts talking about how the Browns may have passed the Chiefs or, you know, Chiefs lost a step. Is this the the first step towards their Super Bowl hangover? Just all of the storylines nationally that we're going to follow with this. So I'm glad the Chiefs were able to to pull it off.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because there would have been definitely that overreaction, right? <laughs> of, of Cleveland has caught the Chiefs.
0: <laughs> All right. So starting this season with Chiefly football, after every game, we're going to do a new segment called Chiefly Right or Wrong. This is going to be how we hold ourselves accountable and you guys can hold us accountable for our predictions in our previews of the games. You guys can let us know on social media in the comments of the, of our, uh, of our videos. If there's something that you think we nailed, or if there's think, something you think we totally whiffed on, um, let us know. I mean, we, we're not going to gloss over those things. I mean, I don't think we're perfect experts in any, <laughs> in any way. Um, I don't. I probably wouldn't consider us experts at all. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but I mean, we we throw our predictions out there, and we feel like we're we're confident, and that we have some some evidence or reasoning behind it. Uh, so, yeah. So we're we're gonna hold ourselves accountable because I feel like a lot of a lot of uh, pundits don't really do that. But, agree. It's gonna. That's gonna. That's gonna be what makes us. Special. All right. So kind of reviewing some of the predictions that we made. First off, I'm just going to say, Dave, the final score that you predicted was 31-28. And the final score ended up being 33-29. So that was a great prediction. Uh, I don't know how many games have ever finished 33-29. to 29, So I'm not going to fault you for getting the numbers not exactly right. But <laughs> But but the close close win for the Chiefs and a pretty good scoring game for both teams. Uh, so great job nailing that. And then, what was your prediction for for the game? Uh, I guess as far as what were the the Browns' keys to victory?
1: Yeah, I think it was um, their their offensive line. Uh, which we knew was a solid offensive line. Uh, if they were able to control the line of skirmish, uh, there was the concern that with Chubb and Hunt that, you know, they could have significant um, impact on the, in the run game, especially um, with Willie Gay out, Bolton starting, uh, Ben Neiman out there. Um, and – you know, that, that was probably the, the biggest, the biggest component. And, and I think we kind of saw that in, at the first half, right. Is, is that they had that ground game going. These, all their touchdowns were scored on the ground. Um, although Baker Mayfield played fantastic as a quarterback. I, mean, I don't, yeah, I don't know that. Um, I don't know that we're going to see very many other, other quarterbacks that have that good of a game against against the Chiefs because I don't know that there's any you know there's there's not that many out there. Um so that's kind of what I thought. I thought if if they could get their run game going and if if their if their front seven especially their defensive line um could take advantage of the the inexperience of the right side and the newness of the entire front five um that they could that they could wreak some havoc and Um, you know, I don't know that we really saw that so much, um, but you know, that's, that's what I thought we were going to face. And that's why I thought it was going to be a close game is just, uh, you know, we don't, we haven't developed continuity yet. And I thought the Browns could take advantage of that.
0: Yeah. I mean, the, the battle up front, both from our offense or our offensive line and defensive line against the stacked lines that they, that the Browns have, it was, it was a big storyline, I thought, in that game. Um, Stan had mentioned his, his keys to the Browns game was their running backs and their running attack. Uh, Tony Romo talked about it, but it's, it's the same with all of these teams that r- heavily rely on, on the running game. The Ravens are going to be the same thing again next week, although who knows if they're going to have a running back not named Lamar Jackson. Um, <clears throat> but those teams are at their best when they can run the ball. It's just historically against the Chiefs, the Chiefs have been able to put up so many points that as soon as those teams start falling behind, they're not good enough to just throw their way back in. You especially see it with Lamar, just because he's not that great of, he's not a good enough passer right now. Um, with Baker Mayfield, he probably is, but their offense is so much better when they can rely on play action. And you can't really rely on play action as much when that defense isn't buying that you're going to be running the ball, which you we know you're not going to be running the ball towards the end of the game when you're playing catch-up. So, the de- the the Browns playbook was completely wide open. They could call any play they wanted through the first three and a half quarters, um, and that's when they were at their best. Mayfield was very efficient. I think he only had like five incompletions. Um, he didn't have a touchdown pass, but they were so good running the ball that you know they had four four rushing touchdowns. I think. Um. So so that was the key to their win, and and they would have they would have won if they if there was one other thing. Uh, which was the thing that I added to the keys to the game, which was to not give Mahomes extra, extra possessions. So both because you don't want to keep the Chiefs in the game once you have the lead, but also if you're not finishing your drives, you know, with points, yeah, you're leaving the door open for the Chiefs. So it was it was the the turnovers that they had the the fumble from uh, Nick Chubb. The interception at the end sandwiched in the middle with that dropped punt and thus failed fourth fourth down conversion by the punter. So it was just really those three plays that that turned the tide um, in the Chiefs favor. Um, so I think we I think we really hit those with our keys to the game. Uh, the one thing I wanted to to mention that I. I got wrong, I guess, um, and that is a concern for me moving forward. And I'll, I'll you know, check with you on your take on that. Well, I guess I'll just ask you now. One of my things I really wanted to see the Chiefs do and was a key to their win was an effective running game, especially on third down, in the red zone, and in the fourth quarter. Running backs didn't have a touchdown in this game. We did convert three third downs on the ground, but they were converted by our fullback our quarterback, and our second string tight end on a quarterback sneak. <laughs> so running backs didn't do much, I would say, in those, in those areas that I was hoping for. Um, and then even in the fourth quarter, when you're trying to assault away the game, I didn't think our running backs did anything special and the, the Chiefs struggled there. So um, I guess, what, what, what's, your overall, what's your general take? Or what's your, your first reaction to the running backs for the Chiefs in that game?
1: Uh, you know, one of the things that I had is, is I was uh, listening to Tim Grunhard and he, he gave some real great, you know, real, um, experience, um, as, as a former center for, for the chiefs, uh, about the, you know, the growing pains that were taking place, um, through that, especially through that first half, um, you know, we, you know, Eric B had had mentioned to Andy about really trying to get the run game going in the second half. And they, and they did, they did turn to the run game uh, a little bit more there, Uh, but it only, you know, collectively only 73 yards on the ground for the, for the day. But, um, you know, um, Grunard talked about how the timing just isn't there yet for the offensive line. Um, and he was, he was pretty specific in, in some of the examples. And and one of them that he mentioned was uh, on some of those runs where you had Creed Humphreys and, um, Trey Smith, Trey Smith, um, who at guard, uh, you know, double blocking and then moving. And then, you know, one of them was releasing. In fact, it was, um, Smith would be releasing to get to the second level, to get to a linebacker and he was releasing too early before Creed could get his, get his head across and, and, and continue his assignment. And, and as, as a result of that, things were always just a little bit off as a result. In fact, he mentioned there's no such thing as all really holes in the NFL. They're creases. And because the timing was off uh, with with that offensive line, which we knew they would be, right? That that continuity is not there. Even when you have five guys who have been playing together from the season before, it still takes, you know, some time to get into into that rhythm where all of the players know. Grunfeld talked about how he always knew what the player next to him, Dave Zott, was going to do. They, he, he knew how long it was going to be and how much time he had before Zott was going to release and head to the second level. And so the Chiefs just aren't there yet. And so that's, I loved that breakdown that he gave and that insight that he gave because it, because we look at it and just see ineffective run game. Um, but he, he's, you know, he was able to shine a light on there and say, okay, this is why it wasn't effective. And this is why it's going to get better. And that continuity and that, that development, I'm excited to see it to continue. So I think, you know, circle back to your point is it wasn't necessarily the running backs. It was just the blocking taking place right then. And you know, that these are still road graders. This run game is not going to look like last year.
0: Yeah. Well, that's, that's good to know because I guess one of the concerns that I I had coming out of this game and it's been a concern I've had for the chiefs over the last, I guess the last couple of seasons because, um, because it's a mark of a great team to be able to put games away when you're ahead. Um, I feel like the chiefs, that's something that they've really struggled to do over the last couple of seasons, really ever since Andy Reid. I mean, they didn't have to worry about it before Andy Reid because they were always losing, but (laughs) under Andy Reid, now that we're winning again, um, I feel like they've struggled to put teams away. Um, and it's, it's been the same even with Mahomes. Uh, the Chiefs have never had a problem under Reed cranking up to fifth gear to score points in a hurry. We, especially with Mahomes. We know how dangerous they can be, how, how quickly they can score. They showed it on Sunday. Um, we've seen it in the playoffs before against the Texans, against the Titans, against the Bills last season. Um, and, you know, I don't know, I think about, you know, offensive urgency, kind of like gears and I can't drive a stick shift, but I kind of understand enough to, to get the analogy, but like, I feel like the chiefs either play in fifth gear on offense or like first and second. So first and second gear, they're basically just trying to either run the ball ineffectively. And this that's the other team keep the score close. The uh, other team will come back and, you know, we'll always be kind of stressing towards the end of games, even though the chiefs usually end up pulling, uh, you know, end up winning. It's always just a kind of crazy, crazy finish that that shouldn't be. Um, And I really feel like the chiefs need to find an ability to work in third gear where they're putting just enough pressure where they can put points up or they can drain the clock. They can, hold the possession for a long time um, without taking too many risks. And I just feel like the chiefs haven't been able to do that, to do that under Andy Reed. They're always either first or fifth gear. Uh, so that's something that I'm really hoping that they can turn around and can find this season because it's going to be really important um, against the good teams that, that the, we're going to be seeing in the AFC because if, if we take our, our foot off the pedal, you know, too early or our defense kind of, and our defense kind of fails us, you know, we can lose some games. Um, we can lose, we can lose some games that way. I think that's, um, that's a concern if we're not able to, to fix that.
1: Yeah. You know, I, and that's, that's a great point. I just wonder there, because there's so, <laughs> there, there's so many layers to that, right? It's um, number, number one is, You know, while we would always want to put away a team in in this instance, we were down double figures multiple times. Right. So it's, you know, we won by four. The Browns couldn't put the Chiefs away. And that's that's a really good football team. And they have they have a run game um, to be able to uh, to do that against, against most teams. Um, so I think it's why we would like to have that luxury of being able to put away a team. Um, I think it's a lot harder said than done. I don't, and I don't know that it's necessarily, we're going from fifth gear to, to first gear as much as it is. The other team is, is, you know, making adjustments, um, to, to try to keep, you know, keep it from getting out of hand. Um, the other thing is, you know, as, especially as the chief's record, you know, as we're keep going to the AFC championship, we're always going to be playing, you know, theoretically the best teams. And so, you know, that margin is going to, is going to shrink as a result. You know, we, we should certainly punish bad teams, but I would expect good teams to be fighting all the way through. So I, I don't know if it's necessarily always that the chiefs can't finish, off and and with a comfortable win as it it is the other team is fighting and doing everything they can, um, to be there. I, I, you know, it's, it's I I don't think the chiefs are just content with coasting. Um, I, you know, I don't doubt that the offense wants to score every time the defense wants to shut, um, people down, but you know, there's, it's, it's just, it just is. And, And then I also wonder, and, um, is how much Andy plays things close to the vest, right when when he feels that he's got you know got the game in hand and he's confident with the ability to keep that four point leader, whatever it is right where we'd rather throw a bunch of points, there may be things that he's not wanting to put on tape and he gets more conservative or he's he's doing some things to set things up two or three games down down the road right cuz we're always in the moment looking at right now and the coaching staff is not you know they they're putting in plays that they're, that they're using to set up in two or three weeks or somewhere down the season so i think that that might be another thing to consider as to why we just don't blow people out and open up the playbook like we might do on Madden right we're just going to unload Every, every single play because we're not concerned about the computer recognizing what we're going to do three weeks from now. So just a thought.
0: Yeah, I mean, I see what you're saying. I just, it, to me, it doesn't excuse how close all these Chiefs games seem to be, especially against teams that have no business being in the game. I, this, this game wasn't one of those cases necessarily, but I just feel like the Chiefs offense is too good if you can score at basically at will when you're losing, why can't you dominate just as much on the offensive side when you're winning? I mean, I mean, they're probably, I mean, they're taking more chances, or you know, like you said, they might have more elaborate play calls when they're winning or when they're when they're losing. But I, I just think this offense is too good. Mahomes, all the weapons that he has. Uh, Andy Reid's too creative um, to not be able to put these teams away. I mean, thinking back to let's see, oh, this isn't last season. I was trying to find the schedule for last season to go through some of the games. So this is this will just be anecdotal, I guess. But I mean, I'm just yeah, like- the
1: Dolphins, the Dolphins came back, right? Yeah, uh, the, the Buccaneers. Made it a, made it a closer game um, in 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 the regular season. So yeah, I I, I totally get what you're getting because it's frustrating as a fan. Um, but you know this isn't Alabama versus St. Mary's School of the blind. You know it's it's I think one of the things that you said that we can move the ball up and down. You know we can score at will. I don't I don't. It feels like we can do that, but you know those other guys. Get paid to stop it and so as easy as it looks you know i'm sure the browns fans are like why get why didn't we why didn't we keep doing what we were doing in the second half why we only score seven points we we were we were punishing the chiefs we should have doubled it up right i'm sure that's what they were thinking yeah other than you but
0: know, it's easier I mean, for them to the point f- to the interception the drop hunt right. and the fumble those are three things that were that had nothing to do with play calling. It was just mistakes that happened. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, the chiefs, I feel like they can score at will when they're losing. And I feel like they maybe, just don't try.
1: I don't know. Maybe the other team just gets scared. Right?
0: <laughs> I guess. I mean, that, that would have to be the reason. I, I mean, you're saying that the team, the other teams are trying hard too, but when you see how effective, how con- I think it's the consistency of it. I feel like the chiefs will consistently come back relative. Like, well, they'll, they'll consistently come back when they're down and then they'll consistently play close games when they're ahead. So, it, yeah. So, I mean, I don't.
1: But I don't think their game plan is to get down. <laughs>
0: I no, I know. So, that, I
1: but, and I, but I feel like inefficiency at the beginning, you know, if, if if they're scoring at will and they're not able to do it at the beginning, then then, you know, what's, you know, I, I don't think it's a sense of urgency. I mean, you have quarterback and you've played uh, on, so, you know, I mean, there is some adversity that goes there, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I just don't know. Like if, if it is simply Andy Reed just playing things close to the vest, I just wonder at what point is he comfortable that the chiefs are going to win? Like if, if they're, yeah. if they have a lead and it's halfway through the third quarter, and he's starting to pull out a bunch of run plays. Like, what makes you think that the Chiefs are going to win already at halfway through the third? Halfway through the third quarter, I, don't, I just don't know. You know maybe where maybe he decides to draw managing. that line, and you know,
1: that's where we need to ask Andy, right? What's the thought process? What what are what are you seeing in the future in the fourth quarter that you're setting up now? You know, I don't, I don't know that he's calling run plays expecting them not to work either. I think they're calling plays that they think are going to work and maybe it just comes down to execution.
0: Well, I, I mean, I, I look back to the, the playoff game against the Browns when Chad Henney threw the ball to Tyreek Hill for that first down. Like, wh- why aren't they doing – I mean, that wasn't a hard play. I don't think it was anything – I mean, it, it was different in that it was a surprise – but it wasn't anything that you would not want people to see on tape. But it was a, it was an was, easy play. That was, the
1: play. that was the playoffs too. So
0: yeah, I'm just saying though. Like, you know, where is that during the? You no, know, why why is he always trying to force run the ball when there's other opportunities or other options to to put the game away? And you give the ball to Mahomes, let him put the game away, and I don't know.
1: Yeah. I. I, guess, I
0: yeah, um, we'll, we'll just have to ask Andy when we get him on the show. There you go. That's I'll, it. I'll, I'll, okay. <laughs> Maybe I'll just cut the last 10 minutes of that because that was just whatever. My, I guess my point is, though, that's something that I'm concerned about and something that I'm going to monitor throughout the season because if we end up losing games at the end because we, what I see is us taking our foot off the pedal when our offense, as good as it is, should be able to put these teams away. Then I'm going to be concerned, and I'm going to be upset.
1: <laughs> now, is is this as a result of them being five and a half favorites and only winning by four? They didn't cover the spread.
0: They never covered, They never. They never cover the spread. <laughs>
1: yeah, I know, right? So it's. I. I don't know. I don't know. I would love to know. I'd love to hear the logic, or if, if any of our listeners have happen to have some insight, I would really love to hear what what those thoughts are. Because, you know, like, like you said, it it seems like you should be able to do that. But, you know, what's, you know, yeah, I don't have an answer. I just have perspective.
0: Yeah. And then I guess tying that into what what we were talking about in the pregame that I was hoping that our running backs this season with our team with our offensive line would give us another option and probably the ideal option of being able to finish off games with a four minute drive running the ball. And we, didn't, we weren't able to do that yesterday. We almost blew it. Patrick Mahomes gets sacked for a loss. And the Browns get a chance to come back and win the game. And Baker Mayfield throws an interception. If Baker, if Sorensen doesn't get his hand on Baker's ankle and the offense moves the ball like they had been doing the entire game, we're talking about this game differently. So, obviously, that's...
1: But they over- did in the second
0: half. I mean, there was only the one stop. The Chiefs only got one stop, and that was the punt that got dropped.
1: Well, I thought they had. I thought we ended the game with like two, three and outs on them, and then well, prior to that last possession.
0: I don't know. Maybe they had punted one more time after so, after he dropped it.
1: Yeah, I'd have to relook, but I mean, you figure. I mean, they literally only put up seven points. In, right in but
0: yeah but that, they had the fumble in the second half they had the interception and they had the the drop. Yeah. The, the but drop but that punt.
1: interception was at the very at the very last Right
0: but but it would it would have been it could have been their game winning drive.
1: Yeah. But yeah yeah but it seems yeah I I don't like having our defense out there to stop it but um yeah it's this is this will take us to the overreaction segment.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah so no, we were planning on on hitting the offense defense, special teams. I think we've taken a little bit longer on on this segment. So just real quick, is there anything you wanted to bring up offensive or defensively? Things that stood out?
1: Um, no, I think, you know, I, th- I think we've, you know, the, the, they've seen, you know, everybody's, you know, seen everything. I think, you know, our, our, it was the good and bad. Our, our defense didn't look good in the first half and they got it done in the second half. Um, Our, our offense, our offense looked good for the most part, but there's still a lot of work to be done. I'm, I'm excited. You know, I'm excited to see what happens each game as we progressively get better and better is, you know, come, come week eight, what this offensive line looks like and you know, what our defense looks like as we get, healthy. And as we get people out there, as we get, you know, what's the defense going to look like with Willie Gay and Matthew, I it's, it's, it's a work in progress. I'm, I'm not, I'm not too concerned with, you know, the first, the first part of the season, especially these next, you know, this part is, was going to be a really difficult schedule. You know, I don't know what's going to happen with the Ravens and we'll talk about them with their injury, injury depleted team. Um, but yeah it's this is you know this isn't the same team that's gone to the afc championship three years in a row this is this is a different team
0: yeah and he, even those the last two teams that went to the afc championship they weren't the team that they were at the end at the beginning right um, so especially
1: the team last year <laughs> yes
0: yeah well definitely the defense i mean the offense we know has been able to put up all the points in the world in September at least. Yep. But the defense is the, is the question is always the concern that we have. I think now that we have Mahomes, So, um, all right, so we'll take this into the, uh, the final segment where I throw a couple of uh, concerns that I have, or that fans might have based on this game. And you can tell me if these are overreactions or if these are legitimate concerns. We'll do. All right. <laughs> Overreaction. Or legit. Is our reaction. Defense...
1: <laughs> game I've seen everybody's postings. One game, overreaction.
0: Mahomes is the greatest quarterback of all time.
1: Um that's true.
0: Okay. That, that, off, that's... off to a good start. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Our defense is worse this or is worse this season than last season. I think the only two starters we lost were Breland and um, Damian Damian Wilson.
1: Yeah. Um. No, I I I, that's overreaction. I mean, there's there's not enough data on that right now. Um, But the defense in the first half um, looked like defenses from the previous previous years at times and uh but that you know going back to that set the second half defense so no i think it's an overreaction right now um if 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 we go back and and look at the film there's there's things that we see individually um that give promise i don't know if you saw the f- footage of of Kalen Saunders when he lit up the right tackle and pushed him about seven yards back. That was that was amazing. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I think, yeah, there's, you know, it's so, no, I mean, this this wasn't a even Baker Mayfield's success. It wasn't wide receivers running scot free. It was you know, the yards after catch weren't significant. Mm -mm. Um, You know, Baker Mayfield was putting the ball right where he needed to on pretty decently covered guys.
0: Yep. Um,
1: So, so no overreaction.
0: All right. Orlando Brown is the new Frank Clark. There was a big trade, probably soon to be big contract. And, Possibly a disappointment, not terrible, but not a star. Is he going to be able to live up to the expectations we have? Or is he going to, are Kansas City fans going to view him like we view Frank Clark?
1: Um, yes. And I'm going to have to speed this up even faster. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, or um, it's it's overreaction. He's coming from a different system. Um, I think he can adjust. And then the offense will do some adjustments as well to help him to be successful but he still hasn't got that big contract yet. So this is the year that this is the opportunity for him to determine whether he gets that big signing day with
0: the chiefs. All right. And the last one I came up with is CH is a bust. He was a first round pick um, disappointed at times last season and didn't seem to look great on the game on Sunday.
1: Uh, Overreaction. Let's wait and see what happens as the offensive line gets continuity.
0: Awesome. That's all I have for you. Most obviously all of mine were were negative reactions. And I think that's kind of I'm assuming that's what most fans left with just because the expectations for the Chiefs, especially going into this season with all the hype was so high. Um, We all knew that Mahomes was Mahomes, Kelsey and Hill were going to be unstoppable, that the Chiefs could, could come back. So none of that was super surprising. Um, it was just the negative things that we saw that were kind of a surprise, I think.
1: Yep. They stick out. We want perfection.
0: (laughs) All right. Was there any, anything else you want to add before we sign off? Nope. I'm good. All right. Somebody must be, uh, holding a, holding (laughs) a gun to get this wrapped (laughs) up.
1: The next podcast is, is queued up and in the waiting room.
0: (laughs) Yep. All right. Well, thanks everybody for joining us for this episode. Love chiefly football. Let us know in the comments what your takeaways were from the chiefs week one game against the Browns. We've really enjoyed this big win this past week, but now it's time to look on to the Ravens game. So look for our chiefs Ravens preview probably on Friday. And thanks again for joining us today on the chiefly football podcast, signing off for Dave. I'm Kinlock and we'll talk to you guys later.
1: Go chiefs.